What do you do when the client doesn't pay? Hi, welcome to a saucy, sassy conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out more about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I don't like doing the episodes where I go on a little bit of a rant. I always worry a little bit that they seem less professional, that they're too frenetic, that the energy is off-putting. But I have to admit, my friends, I am on a little bit of a tear today and I am inviting you to join me because there's an issue happening in the online business space that I simply do not see replicated as often and as frequently in the brick and mortar business space. And that is the idea of what do we do when the client doesn't pay? Now, admittedly, I am going to be completely <laughs> transparent in this conversation the reason why I'm on a tear about this today is that I have lost business twice. I've had two clients who have put down deposits to work with me, who have planned to join my monthly retainer program and work with me on a recurring basis. And two of them have put me off because they don't have the funds. And why don't they have the funds? Because the clients they have for their businesses haven't paid them yet. And I am not mad at those clients and those customers. I am mad at these business owners because how in the heck in 2018 are we in a discussion about running businesses where we deliver all the services before we get paid? And that's what these two business owners have set themselves up to do. And that's why they're in this position where they have to get my mindset advice <laughs> through a podcast where they're probably feeling a little bit called out right now because they can't currently afford to work with me one-on-one -on -one because they failed to set the boundaries that their businesses needed to protect themselves from this. I want to have a real honest conversation. I don't want to spend my time here yelling at people, but I do want you to hear a little bit the that echo that comes with a smack upside the head because business owners in the online business space need to wake up. And you need to start making active choices about how you run your business and what you choose to accept from your clients, customers, and consumers. Because online business owners don't seem to understand the business owning part. They understand making money online part. They understand the laptop lifestyle part. They understand the time freedom part. They understand making money while you sleep part. But what they don't understand is that they deserve and should expect payment for services already rendered. And one of the things that I think happens in the online business space is people are so insecure about their rates. They're so nervous about charging a lot. They're so tentative to put their price and their worth out there that they immediately offer payment plans. And they immediately say, you can work with me for three months. And after three months, you know, we'll, we'll charge you month one, month two, and month three. That the end of 30 days, every 30 days, you'll get a bill. And what ends up happening is you have delivered services for three consistent months and maybe leaving that contract without having already been paid that third payment. 
or you're running a subscription service and the credit card doesn't go through, even though everybody signed up, you don't want to be the boss of a membership community that says, you know what, you're a paid member of this community, but you haven't currently paid for this month. I'm going to have you leave this community until the bill is paid. Or you're, you know, an ongoing retainer business like myself, and you have this ongoing relationship with the client and you don't want to risk losing the client and the income attached to it. So you create all kinds of flexibility because the two of you like each other so much, of course they're going to pay you. And it's nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. I want people to start thinking about their their talent, their skills, their products, their coaching with a little bit more ownership. Because when you deliver something and you haven't yet been paid for it, you are valuing it less. You're avoiding that hard conversation because you don't want to have the pricing conversation. You want to be seen as the good cop. You don't want to like make things awkward or uncomfortable. So you are putting yourself on the line and you are sitting in the natural consequence of not valuing your worth, your services, or your products. Part of this happens, I understand it, because a lot of online business owners are building businesses based on their personal brand. So their name is on the line. So when I put myself out there, it's Heather Gray is asking you to pay (laughs) before um, you've been delivered services. Heather Gray holds the expectation. And for people who aren't comfortable with the boss mode, people who aren't comfortable holding accountability, people who aren't comfortable having the hard, awkward conversation around processing, they will do anything to dodge that. But what I want business owners to start thinking about is how do you develop payment structures that protect you? Because right now, and I don't think these two people that I'm referring to and calling out right now are the only two people who have delivered all services, who have done all of their tasks for other you know, clients and consumers only to not be paid. And they have nothing for it. They have no final work product that they're holding out on. They have no final things that need to be delivered upon payment. They've got nothing. And then what ends up happening to a lot of business owners, and this is true in the brick and mortar space, I certainly had this too, is that they end up outweighing, well, what's the cost of taking somebody to collections? What's the cost of a bad review? If I piss this person off and they blast me on Yelp, if I, you know, inadvertently offend somebody or I'm not too flexible, what's the negative consequence going to be in terms of me and my reputation? That's not worth it. So I'm not going to say anything. I don't like the role of bad cops. So I'm not going to put myself out there. And what people in these situations don't really own and recognize is all of this can be prevented before your client signs the bottom line. Beginning, middle, end. You should not be done delivering services until the client has paid for it. And your payment plan and structure and service delivery schedule needs to include that at the very least you're paying as you go. So if you're doing a payment model and you like have a three month coaching or service delivery, you're billing at the top of the month. And if they haven't paid for a month, the service delivery stops until payment has been rendered and then you can go forward. 
that put that in the contract, put it in your terms and conditions, set it up so that you are never waiting payment on services already rendered. That means if you have work product that you've done that's in somebody's CRM, you were whole a uh, uh, client management system. I'm sorry, I just use slang. That's not fair. Um, so if you're holding on to work product, um, you're not delivering that work product. You're not giving templates. You're not doing social media posts. You're not posting Facebook ads. You're not doing coaching, whatever, you know, you're not like, you know, the person isn't welcome on the group call of a coaching program, whatever it is, until you've paid because that's the way business works. And I'm like, this was true in mental health, my friends, like, and so if we can tell people who are emotionally and mentally compromised, that you can't get help until you pay your bill, we can tell the clients and people that we serve in our own industries. But what ends up happening is that the decision to create flexibility in the payment plan is so much more about our feast or famine mentality. Well, what if I don't get another client? Or what if like, because we hear the yes, right? We hear somebody saying yes to us so long as we offer a payment plan. And then suddenly we think like, who am I when I need business, when I need the slots on my schedule filled, when I need my group program filled? Who am I to say no? Well, you're not saying no. What you're saying is I will deliver services once I have been paid. That as the client, if they don't like that, they don't have to choose to work with you. But there is no expectation as the business owner that you should assume the risk, that you should be eating up so many dollars. And I can't tell you how many times I've talked to business owners over the years that are so afraid to have the money conversation. So then what ends up happening is the client hasn't paid and then we're like, oh, would you mind? I'm sorry, it's not a bother. I know you have a lot of things on your list, but you know, that invoice has been sitting in your inbox for a bit of time. I was wondering like, do you think you might be able to get to it? Rather than saying really clearly, I sent you an invoice on the 15th of the month. It's currently the 30th. I have yet to receive payment from you. It is due at this time. You can pay now and keep it business and keep it direct and keep it about payment for services rendered. You can build contracts and service delivery charts that make it so you are not delivering services before you've been paid. And then you're reinforcing that with notices and invoices. You're not then relying on that relationship with your client. If you can just like use a good prevent defense to recognize that as a business owner, you have to respect your services. You have a responsibility for respecting your time and you are not going to pay for people who waste it. So that means if they haven't paid you, you are not working with them. We're talking about boundaries. And what ends up happening is a lot of business owners that I work with get that all confused and tied up and tangled with their relationships with their clients. They like their clients. Their clients like them. They don't want to make that awkward. They don't want to create an uncomfortable situation. They don't want to risk future payment of like, a client who may pay for the next six months over a late payment in month three. But if you can have the conversation and make it about business, hey, listen, we've been contracted to work this time. It would be unethical of me to continue working with you without having received payment because that makes it so we're friends and I want to keep the lines of professionalism clear, specific, and direct. You want to have the conversation. That's step 
one is preparing the prevent defense, having the terms and conditions, having the contract, having it be clear. Now, step two is the mindset piece, right? Like that's where I come in. How do you deal with the discomfort, the awkwardness, the fear of, you know, feast or famine in your business to set practices and policies like this? The reality is, my friends, is you don't find the value in it until you do it. It is terrifying and it is awkward and it's uncomfortable as anything until you get to the other side of it and see what it feels like to be respected for your time. That's how I learned the lesson because I was in my mental health office and all like I had one client who had a $20 copay and she was my weekly Wednesday at four. Hopefully she's not living, listening because now I've totally called her out, but she was my weekly Wednesday at four um, and she couldn't pay week one and she forgot her credit card or it didn't go through. And we're talking about a $20 copay. Um, and But she was my weekly and I had this really relationship with her. So I quote unquote knew she was good for it. Well, four weeks in a row, she didn't have the $20 copay. So suddenly she owes me $80. And then when I mentioned it, I never saw her again. So I said, listen, you're now a month behind. I can't meet with you next week until you've paid for services already rendered. And I was out the 80 bucks. Now, if this wasn't an insurance case, because I at least got some money from the insurance company, if this wasn't an insurance company situation, I would have been out for a full month of services. And I think there's a lot of online business owners who put themselves in that precarious position and you can never get your time back. So part of it is recognizing that, yes, it's a hard conversation. Yes, some people are not going to like the idea of prepaying for services, but we prepay for services all the time. We Like any subscription plan, any, you know, like uh, right now I subscribe to Beachbody On Demand. If I want another month, I have to pay for another month. And I'm paying for 30 days of exercise, regardless of whether or not I ever turn on the TV to exercise. That's the way business works. But as a business, owner, you get to design the policies and the payment structures and the service delivery calendars that set you up as a business owner for success. Because it's actually kind of fine that these two business owners can't afford mindset help right now, right? Like we all recognize it's largely first world problems. It's not the end of the world. But what if it's actually not just they can't afford an extra service in their, you know, build invoices this month? What if it's their groceries or what if it's their gasoline bill or their kids daycare or a new winter coat or what else they might need? Why would you prioritize your client's money over your own livelihood? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't want your friends to do it. So this is a call out and a challenge to stop, to stop doing it for yourselves. And that means you might need coaching and direction from me, like put it into the podcast, send me a Heather at choose to have it all.com question and say like, okay, this is the situation. How do I have this conversation? And I will give you the words, but have the conversation beginning, middle, end. I just made conversation three words. Don't don't repeat me on that. That's kind of gross and annoying and yuck. So don't do that. But <laughs> let me give you the words and I promise not to make them up. And I'll help you have that hard conversation. But if we want our clients to respect us, if we want people to see us as legitimate, 
We have to treat ourselves as legitimate. And I think a lot of times when business owners, particularly in the new online business owner space, so business owners who are just establishing themselves, they're only a year or two in business, they've barely made any money online. It is so tempting to just make money any way you can or as much money as you can given how much money you haven't yet made. That is the wrong way to look at it because it puts all of the power and control over your situation in your clients and consumers hand. So that means if they have some bee up their bonnet or they get ticked off about something or they really want a good handbag, they can give that money to Michael Kors instead of you. And that it's simply unacceptable. And as a business owner, you should agree with me. The person behind the business, you get to have a problem with me. You get to say it's awkward, it's hard, it's uncomfortable. And I can help you have that conversation. But this is a business owner decision. And larger businesses where they do like, because credit cards are a good example, right? We pay for something before we have the money for it. They have systems in place so that they get their money regardless. And we are not a to have such a service at our disposal, which means that we take our lumps. And there's a way to avoid it with setting up your business and setting up your struggle, you know, your, your, your schedule that way. What I want business owners to do is to become the boss of their business, to recognize that what they offer is valuable and they deserve to get paid for it. And we teach people how to treat us. And if we let payments slide, if we deliver all services before we've paid, we've taught people the value of our service and they get to go pay someone else's bill who's louder and squeakier and all of that. And that's not acceptable to me and it shouldn't be acceptable to you. I can get into the nitty gritty with you if you let me know your specific situation. This is actually a topic I, I get that I'm, I went on a rant today, but this is a topic that I care a lot about. I will help you have that hard conversation. We can do live coaching if you want to do it on the podcast. We absolutely can do that. I welcome your situation and story to get you out of your mess because I do believe there's a way out so long as you're willing to have a hard, awkward conversation. So just join me in the challenge to respect your worth because I can't want it more than you do, my friends. It simply doesn't work that way. Thanks for joining me today. I hope I, you know, I've given you something to think about. I hope you're going back and scurrying about to ensure your terms and conditions and contracts and you better freaking have contracts are all in line and that you're feeling good to go. And if you need me to have your back, find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com and I'll certainly have yours. Thanks so much for today for hearing me out and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.